Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Lynch. What's going on? This is Rashad. This is the Sports Sunday Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It is now brought to you on the fan by your local Les Schwab Tire Centers. Doing the right thing since 1952. Now, now, from the Allen Webb Sports Desk, a Sports Center update on 1080 The Fan. First on the fan, the Portland Trail Blazers and center Yusuf Nurkic came to an agreement on a four-year, $48 million extension to keep the 23-year-old big man in Portland. Nurk averaged 14.3 points, nine boards, and 1.4 blocks per game in his 79 last season. The big man led the team at double-doubles with 23 on the season, and re-signing makes Nurk the highest-paid big man on the team and ensures the West 3C keeps their starting five together for the coming season. The Blazers began Summer League with a bang, defeating the Utah Jazz 93-78. Portland was led by Wade Baldwin with 20 points, 3 rebounds, and 5 assists, but was ejected from the contest. Meanwhile, rookie Anthony Simons and Gary Trent Jr. showed potential in their limited action. Simons, in 17 minutes of action, had 11 points on 4-6 shooting, while Trent Jr. in 19 minutes had 16-point shooting, just 3-7 from the field, but was a perfect 9-for-9 from the free throw line. As always, Summer League hero Caleb Swanigan finished with a double-double, 11 points and 13 rebounds. The Blazers will be back in action this afternoon against the Atlanta Hawks on ESPN2. Tip at 2.30. The Portland Timbers continue their solid play now on a 13-match streak without feeling the taste of defeat after downing the San Jose Quakes at Providence Park 2-1. The Timbers will now get ready for a back-to-back with the Los Angeles FC beginning with an MLS match on the 15th, followed by the U.S. Open Cup match on the 18th. And ESPN Sunday Night Baseball will once again be our nightcap with L.A. Dodgers at the L.A. Angels. Tied a game apiece in their three-game series. Dodgers will have Alex Wood on the mound opposite Andrew Henney. Pre-game at 4, first pitch at 5.05. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Jesse Osborne from the Allen Web Sports Desk. The Allen Web Auto Family. Values driven. The only way you can take 1080 The Fan with you is the Radio.com app. Download it today and listen to us anytime, anywhere. Weekends were made for sports. How would you like to play for the New England Patriots? I'd love to. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Oh, isn't this wonderful? Look at this room. What a beautiful room. Have you seen this room? Yes, we're in it. And Rashad Taylor. Okay, dude, I can see you don't want to be cheered up here. Come on, Donnie, let's go get us a lane. On ESPN Sports Radio 1080, The Fan. 10.06 here on your Sunday. Mike and Rashad with you on Sports Sunday. Jesse's here as well till 11 o'clock. One hour left on the show. We got Hater to Love It coming up at 10.30. Better You Today text line is 55305. Text it. 
we'll read them. This one, uh, this one just came in. I really like Dane, but the Blazers are screwing him. We'll put up Curry numbers or bigger or bigger playing with LeBron and titles. Yep. Yes, he will. <laughs> it's just that simple. <laughs> um, I, and I, I texted him back. I, I feel bad for him. I do, but it's hard to feel that bad when he's also making that much money, man. I, like his life's probably great. He's just stuck on a team. That's kind of in the, in a bad spot right now. Yeah. But I think the ultimate goal is yeah, to, you want to make money and everything, but man, ultimate goals at the end of the day, nobody's going to say, man, damn got a $200 million Adidas deal. Like nobody's going to care about that. They'll always remember the right. fact that he had that, that championship in 2020. Or I just, whatever the case is. I struggle when I say I feel bad for somebody because I do feel bad for Damian Lillard, but I'm also like, but do I really feel bad for Damian Lillard? Because his life's pretty freaking great. Oh. Like we 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 always forget to include the fact that they are multi multi millionaires and living the golden life. And yeah, okay, so their team isn't winning a final or they're struggling right now, but they're still pretty good right now. No, he came out of a bad neighborhood in Oakland, and now he's flying high for the rest of his life. Like hard for me to feel that bad for him. No, I mean, I, I it's 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 tough to feel. I mean, financially, I mean, you got no worries, but. You know, but he's worked really hard. Every player, every player in the NBA is, or NFL, Major League Baseball, whatever, has worked incredibly hard. And a lot of sacrifice goes into having those millions, not seeing your family on the road all the time, doing commercials and interviews that you don't really feel like doing, especially at really, really um, insecure, uncomfortable moments, you know, for you. So there's there's definitely a price that comes with that, constantly being you know, berated on Twitter or Facebook or, you know, always has somebody has an opinion about you. So I, I know there's some downfalls to being, you know, an athlete. I, being rich is the perk, you know, of, of of all that stuff. But at the end of the day, none of that will mean nothing in most fans' eyes if you walk away without a championship. And we only have a couple of minutes left in the segment. So big three coming up next. I did want to ask this question. And it's just it's a it's a feeling that I have right now. Is we all know that the NBA has always been like this, right? Where there's two or three teams that really have a chance to win. Occasionally you'll get a, a, an outlier, the Detroit Pistons or the Dallas Mavericks or whatever. Um, but generally there's a couple of teams that have a chance to win. Mm -hmm. If you go back to the seventies and eighties, it was the Celtics or the Lakers. If you get in the nineties, it was the bulls and the bulls, uh, maybe the rockets. If you want to throw them in there, two thousands, it was the Spurs. And then the LeBron, LeBron's team Spurs and Lakers. and Lakers. Yeah, sorry. And LeBron's team, um, wherever he went, that was it. And now the Warriors it's, it's like, you know, generally who's winning the final, but with the DeMarcus cousins news, knowing that the Warriors, although remember boogies out until about December with the injury, the Achilles injury, but knowing that for the second half of the year in the playoffs, the Warriors starting lineup is going to be Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and DeMarcus cousins. That is, it feels so much worse than it ever has in the NBA before to me. It's unfair, right? But does it, does it, does it feel worse? Cause that, that's what I'm trying to compare it to is we, we in the NBA have always seen this. It's almost, it's always, it's a constant. That's how the NBA is. You have a couple of super teams or dominant teams and you know, who's going to make the finals or you assume, you know, who's going to make the finals. Why does this feel so much worse? Um, I think this feels worse because it's, this is, more this is like um you put Adrian Dantley or um a guy like uh Joe Dumars onto the that Showtime Lakers team. Like a team that already was 
in a good place. Not in go as far as saying or or, or put this is putting Dominique Wilkins like on one of those great Celtics or Lakers teams from the eighties. It's like, bro, you were already gonna win the championship more than likely. You were gonna be one of the two teams competing. This is a situation where what about you, like Akeem, yeah, right? He yeah, was even on a good team and yeah. he could still like you know, like Durant was. And Akeem was the only other guy in the West, you know, to to go to the finals, you or know, in the in the eighties. Carl you know, Malone, so, uh, Charles Barkley, yeah, you know, so. This is worse because this is it was already a foregone conclusion before Durant came to the Warriors that they were going to win the championship. We already knew that. Vegas had already given them the top odds of winning the championship. Then they got uh, Durant, and then you're like, now they're definitely going to win. Now they and then they've definitely won for the past two years. There's been one playoff game won by Cleveland in eight tries, and now you move forward. You had Boogie to the team that we already knew was going to win the championship, regardless of what LeBron did. We already knew Boogie, or excuse me, already knew the Warriors going to win the championship. Then they get DeMarcus Cousins for a playoff run. It's like, wh- That was their big weakness was size and physicality, and they just got the best center for that outside of Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's like you, they won a championship with David West playing that role, an old David West, not the New Orleans. They won a championship with Zaza Pachulia playing that role. And I'm just like, Zaza. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, it's unfair at this point. Like the, 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 odds, are, the odds are too great. And there's there's really nothing you can do except try to watch it. Hope your team is competitive for two and a half, three quarters, and that's about it. But honestly, I don't think I want to watch them play anymore because you already knew they were going to win. It was almost a foregone. But now it's like you're playing against it's the Clippers versus the Western Conference All Stars. That's this is you ever play 2K and you can choose an All Star team or and you can play against the Hornets or something like that. That's essentially what we're seeing. Uh, oh, and by the way, you still got guys like Sean Livingston, I believe, and um, what's, what's the uh, Iguodala and some of those dudes coming off the bench. Pretty sure they'll resign Patrick McCaw and some of those other dudes they had yes, on their squad. They brought squad. back Kevin Looney already. Yeah. So, oh, and Jordan Bell, who you know is having a hell of a summer league already, and looks like he's getting better and better. And then so, um, it's come on, man. It's just like. This isn't fun. This what was is, their this backup guard? Quinn Cook. He looked good too last year. Yeah, this is this 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 part isn't fun. So I think I'll be watching a lot of games, except Warrior games, because you kind of know what's going to happen. Well, and that's the thing is I'll watch Blazer games a because I have to, but b because I I still am interested in watching them. But beyond that, I don't know how much NBA I'm going to watch this year. It's just it's hard for me to say I want to watch this knowing the result. You know the result. Last year. The only reason I liked watching last year was because the Blazers were entertaining. They were. But we all knew it was going to be Warriors-Cavs, and then there was a little doubt it was going to be the Cavs, but guess what? It was still Cleveland. And we all knew the Warriors would beat the Cavs, and they did. And there was a little thought that maybe Houston can do this. Okay, maybe they can dethrone them. But then we were, you know, after then Chris, Chris Paul, Paul injury, like, okay, well, never mind. Right. It's I'm, it's just, it's hard. And um, it's going to be really difficult to watch this year, I think. All right, coming up next, big three. Can it be sustained? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10-16 here on your... Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us. Mike and Rashad and Jesse with you for the next 45 minutes till the end of the show. Talked a lot of Blazers in the first hour. You can catch on the Les Schwab Tires podcast. It'll be posted 
on the website and the new radio.com app, as well as on Twitter at 1080thefan after the show. If you missed any of it, you can go back and check it out there. We played a lot of the Neil O'Shea audio and um, poked holes and everything because not very believable. Swiss cheese, baby. Uh, but let's switch gears a little bit. Still basketball related, but not NBA related. And this is purely based on what Rashad said to me before the show. He was he was pretty excited about the big three. And he goes, are you watching this thing? Are, are you into it? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I could care less. Again with the sauce, Lynch. Like, I mean, I didn't put that much yes. in it, bro. Rashad, you, you put a lot. Of I really didn't. You are very, very, very intrigued by the big three. So for those who don't know, um, it's hard not to know because ESPN is shoving it down our throats right now. Um, although a lot of people are not watching ESPN anymore. Big three is a little side tournament with a bunch of old NBA players. Uh, and by old, I mean old. Um, playing three on three basketball. And they've got their own teams and it's brackets and seasons and all that. Kind of, it's like it's like a regular league, but it's three on three. Started last year. I remember getting a lot of fanfare because we, we like to see like who was on the teams and like what players were coming back to play. Uh, but I don't seem to remember anything coming of it. Like I don't, I don't remember anybody talking about it last year. I don't remember much promotion for it. I really only saw it from like one or two people on Twitter. That was it. Um, but this year seems different. It really seems like they're pushing the crap out of this thing. And to be completely bluntly honest, I don't bleeping care. I don't care. It's not interesting to me. I don't want to see old NBA players play in a three-on-three format. I don't want to watch highlights of it. I saw a tweet yesterday that said that ESPN was showing more highlights of the big three and more coverage of the big three than Wimbledon and the World Cup. Nothing exciting about Wimbledon right now, man. What do you mean? Wimbledon is the best tennis what's major the, out what's, there, what's and the, the World Cup is in the okay. quarterfinals. We'll, we'll talk all about Serena. I'm sure she's going to do something awesome if she's not out already, but... What's the what's the kid the, the American kid the the black guy twenty something like that don't know his name he looks awesome Will was telling me about it yesterday oh okay Will's a big tennis guy yeah, I don't, so like I, said, I don't watch a lot of tennis I'm just saying that's what I saw that they were really putting way more coverage on that than oh I don't know a huge tennis major and the biggest sporting event in the entire world that only happens once every four years to yeah. me that that to me it's like okay this is a fun novelty the big three is a fun novelty but. Why do we? Why are we supposed to care? Why are you pushing this at us? I mean, because what else are we going to push? You want more World Cup? I mean, yes. Oh, okay, <laughs> like cool. But Jesse, how much World Cup have you really watched this year? Uh, I zero. Um, one, I don't like soccer, and two, um, I think FIFA is an evil pos that I refuse to watch. So, and and outside of talking about soccer, I talk about soccer one day a week. Guess which day that is. Yeah, it's today. today. It's because you're in the building. Outside of that, <laughs> man, I don't. None of my friends ever saw. Man, did you see that whole, whole Neymar thing? Like that's only a, a a topic of conversation amongst people who like soccer. Like, oh, the Neymar challenge. Like, uh, I don't care. Yeah, it's kind of funny that's, watching that's all these awesome. kids just flopping all over the place. <laughs> that's awesome. But no, I look at the big three, and it's number one, it's basketball, and it's names that that we know. And because some of these guys are a little older, man, you're not making them run full court. So, you know, you get a little more uh, excitement there, man. Baron Davis has been great. Uh, Corey Maggette, you know, has been, you know, really good. Who knew Ricky Davis still hoop? Man, Quintel Woods is in the big three. Yes, the Quintel Woods, the gay Portland police, his Franz basketball card 
and tried to get out of a ticket or whatever with with with, with the weed coming out of his car. He's on the he's on one of these teams. Like Steven Jackson's profile picture, he's wearing his jet, he's wearing his glasses. Like he's got his stunners on. Like this league has been super fun to to watch so far. Uh and it's really it's crazy because all the the guys that are kind of smaller guys, the guards, they're really the ones that are dominating. You know, you got guys like Rashard Lewis who was an NBA All-Star and somebody that was on Nike at a point. Um he's just kind of okay, you know, and it's Baron Davis who's killing and David Hawkins and Steven Jackson and you know, some of those guys are the ones that are really out there killing. I like the big three. It's 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 a novelty. Yeah. It's almost like triple A baseball, double A baseball. It's just a it's it's shtick, but it works right now. I just it means no, it means nothing. That's the thing that that is tough for me is I'm trying to think if there's an example that's gonna kill my own point before I say it, but I don't think there is. Um I I want my sports to mean something. I want my sports to mean to to be about like to to be about making the playoffs and winning and winning a title. Like I really don't like all star games that much because they don't mean anything. They're exhibitions. This is just it's a novelty. It's fun. It's supposed is to be it, fun, but it's, yeah. to me it's not. It's it's a budget. I've seen, I've seen clips of it. I've watched. I saw it once on TV a little bit, and I'm like, this is this is stupid. So if Major League Baseball had an affiliate or had a just. You know, someone from made from the major leagues decided I'm gonna start a like a like a beer league, like a softball league or something like that for guys that have played in major league baseball. You wouldn't watch that. There wouldn't be a little part of you that'd be like, oh, I'd be interested to seeing right. I'm Griffey sure. out there on another team playing softball with somebody. That seemed like it would be cool. I'm sure I would try it, but again, I'd probably go, What a novelty. Okay, next. Isn't so you don't that like-, like the equivalent though of like these great players from um Europe? that are kind of all worn out from playing in their Euro league, coming over to the MLS and being like the great all-star league of the MLS. Like, that ML, is, is MLS that the is same the, thing. Thank you. The MLS is the big three <laughs> of soccer. That's that exactly a, what the NBA is. That the, is a very funny shot yes, at the MLS. It, I see why you say that. It's not the same because the MLS is a real league as much as you like to poo poo it. The big three is a real league. They, got a, the they got a website. I'm looking at it right now. They've got stats. The commissioner, guess who the commissioner of the big three is. Just guess. Portland legend Clyde Drexler. <laughs> okay. How could you not like Love the it. big three off top? I'm with it. I and mind you, this is this is just NBA sports is a, is a weird thing because if you're and I just turned 35 here a, a month and a half ago. Okay, but if you're 35, you're considered one of the old dudes, and you're not able to play anymore. To just posted a video a week ago of him running like a four four forty. Still. You know what I mean? Like at the at the gym doing crazy stuff, but he won't. He will never get picked up because well, you're forty. You know, you're forty three or forty four or whatever the case is at this point. Man, if you hoop, you can hoop forever if you really know what you're doing and if you really is in that good of shape. Katino Mobley is out there with a full gray beard getting buckets. Seriously, he has a Santa Claus gray beard and he's out there doing dirt to some of these guys, man. Ooh. So it's just, man. I, I'm saying, man, it's. This is uh, thank you, Jesse. This is the MLS of basketball. <laughs> Go Timbers! <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm not going to argue it because I know you guys are just going to laugh at me for arguing it, but it's not true. But I just sorry for being like negative Nancy about this, but it's just it literally does nothing for me. So let me ask you this: I, if, I have I have negative ten percent interest, and the baseball thing 
I probably wouldn't watch it either. So I'd go, this is a fun novelty, and I'd watch it once, and I'd say, cool, I got to see Griffey again, and then I'd go, okay, now back to the MLB where I actually care. So you weren't a rock and jock guy. Nope. You know what the rock and jock is? Nope. Well, then how could you know if you're... Okay, well... Well, obviously, I wasn't a rock and jock guy if I don't know what it is. The rock and jock The answer is still no. <laughs> it's novelty, but it was the coolest thing. During NBA All-Star Weekend, they would always have, like, an MTV basketball game, and they would put... Like, like celebrity game? Celebrities and actual NBA stars and stuff like that, you know, would play against other, other people. The big three has a four-point shot. Rock and jock was actually the one that put in the 25-point shot. Uh, there was a half-court shot that you could make. There was a basket that was like 10 feet above the actual, you know, rim that you if you made that, that was like worth 10 points or something like that. So, man, it was a fun game, but found out Urkel could hoop. Who knew? Found out that uh, uh, Brian McKnight, the singer, could hoop. Actually, that's where Master P was able to show his skills and end up getting a, a small offseason contract with with the Raptors, you know, because of that. So, What was the name of that Brian McKnight song that was really sad and they were in the cornfields? Uh, Back at one. Yeah, man, that song killed me. Back in One is a beautiful song. It's a great song, but it like destroyed me as a kid. Yeah. It was so sad. It was it was a pretty sad song, but the video was was super sad. I think he dies yeah. in a plane crash or something like that yeah. in the video. It was like yeah, it was, it's intense, bro. Yeah, it's sad. Very very sad. Um, do you think that any league like this is like this or the XFL or even that weird new football league that's starting that Mike Riley is going to go coach in? are ever going to be truly successful or do you think that they all at some point will fizzle and, and fold? I think it's, I think we measure success on a, we, we, we do it wrong. Like, are they ever going to be as big as the NBA? Of course not. Well, no, that's not the what NBA, I'm asking. Yeah, no, I mean, or, or are they ever going to be as big as you say, man, the Euro league or college man, never, but there, but there is a niche for it. And there, the, there is an option for these guys that get ready to retire at 34 years old and just want something else to do. Still want to compete at a high level in something. This is still the niche is not me. <laughs> no, no, this is still, it's a, it's a niche sport. You're right. You're, you're not wrong about that, but I, I think that can be a good thing. And I think there is money to be made there. People are watching, like you said, ESPN shoving it down people's throats because at this point it's competitive three on three basketball. Like I'll take it. I guarantee None of the homies that we know would be able to go out there and play three on three with these dudes. And and mind you, they play three on three for like a whole almost 30, 40 minutes or something like that. That's a grip of time to play. 10 minute quarters? Something like that. That's a long time to play three on three basketball, man. Somebody's got to come in for me next. But man, Nate Robinson and uh, Abdul Roof, you know what I'm saying? There are certain dudes out there that are kind of these nostalgic, you know, names, man. Baron Davis. Yeah, so Jermaine O'Neal, you know, is out there playing. So, yeah, I think there is definitely a place to – I've always said the NBA should always have some type of, you know, almost like like the uh, golf does. They have a seniors tour, and they have those other guys. I've always felt like the NBA should have a 30-game, 24-game season for, you know, retired NBA vets. I'd love to see Jordan play now. I think that would be fun. If Jordan joined the big three today, eyes, everybody watches it. They get, they get higher ratings than anything that's on TV right now. Jordan joined the big three today. Kobe joins it today. Please, everybody's watching that. I, I think it's like um, it's got the ability to stick around and for a, a couple of reasons. One, it's a little bit different than your normal basketball that you see on TV because it's three on three. It's got the four-point shot. Sure, that's kind of a novelty thing, but it's a different take. Um, and and you're, you still have uh, so many names that you recognize. And when you think about it, as long as the arena football league stuck around, 
still around. Not really. No, not really anymore. There, I, I think there's like two teams still, left. I think they finally like collapsed on themselves. But for as long, they they basically made a 30 year run out of that league. I I I don't see why a three on three league with the names that they have can't have similar success, if not better success. All right, we got a break. You like this, Chessie? I'm staying remotely on time today. I'm trying. I'm trying hard. Uh, coming up next, it's time for Hit or Love It. This is uh, Sports Sunday, but here's Jesse with sports. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10.34 on The Fan. This music means it's time for Hate It or Love It. Uh, Rashad won last week. So I get to start off our answers. So Jesse, as he slowly rolls back to the printer, go ahead and get us started. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> I, I needed my sheet of paper to keep track of points and stuff. <laughs> you know... So I can have my proof. Well, I'm glad I looked over and saw you rolling away so I yeah. could slowly I stall like, for you. I, I heard that. I was like, uh-oh. Pay no attention to a stalling for time. Um, I'll give you guys a little bit of control here. Um, do you want a little bit NBA or all NFL? Let's do a little NBA. All right. A little NBA. Why not? Okay. Um. LeBron, we didn't. I mean, we talked a little bit about LeBron, but it's been a main focus on what the Blazers haven't done in this show. Obviously, uh, the weird Swiss cheese talk that is Nilo Shea speaks. So, um, LeBron James made a decision quickly this time, um, kind of from the decision cave as the decider um, to. Go to the L.A. Lakers. Now, he had other teams that were actively recruiting him that probably had a little bit better supporting cast than the Lakers do. Um, with that said, love or hate, LeBron's decision showed it was not motivated by winning. Um, hmm. I'm going to say hate, but it's a partial hate because, of course, he still wants to win. LeBron is all about championships and LeBron is all about winning. And I think LeBron sees that maybe not this year, but he signed a, a four-year deal over the next couple of years. I think that LeBron can win or get close to winning titles with the Lakers. And I think that's what he sees. I do think that part of this is he lives in LA. His kids like it there. He wants to live in the warm weather. He wants to be in movies. He wants to be a star. Um, so I think that's a big part of his decision to go to the Lakers. But Let's not pretend like the Lakers aren't the biggest franchise in the NBA. Let's not pretend that with LeBron there, they can draw whoever they want to go play there, whether that's Kawhi Leonard or uh, any other free agent, Jimmy Butler that comes out in the next season or Damian Lillard, even if, if he wants to go play there, that's going to draw that kind of a player. I think that uh, LeBron's there to win mostly, but also because it is a great opportunity for him to further his life after basketball. Um, uh... I wait. Is loving hate or love he, that it's not motivated by winning? Uh, I hate it. Um, I think that is definitely motivated motivated by winning, and it's one of those things. If you can win in that purple and gold, you'll be put in a on a different pedestal than a lot of other people. Like um, we can look, we can hate all we want to, but the lick the Knicks, Lakers, Celtics, Cowboys. 
Patriots, they just hold a little more juice than some other franchises. And so if you're able to be one of those guys, then you're going to be cemented for life. And again, like Lynch kind of said, going to L.A., you basically have guaranteed that you're going to get somebody to want to come out there. The reason nobody's gone to L.A. the past few years, they've had a terrible roster. They've had uh, terrible flexibility with cap, cap space. The Kobe deal kind of hampered them for a few years, not being able to make any real moves up until recently. And so now you got a situation where Kawhi is going to be available next year. A bunch of guys taking one-year deals so they can make sure they can sign with the Lakers over the next three or four years. So uh, I think it's definitely motivated by winning. I think he was tired of getting beaten by Golden State all the time and felt like he needed to uh, make some type of move. At least this way, he'll get four cracks at Golden State all year, so he'll get a chance to familiarize himself a little bit more with what they're able to do <laughs> in the Western Conference. I haven't thought about that. that four he, cracks at him. Instead of just like, hey, you play him once or twice, and then you got to go against him in a series. Yeah, you're Interesting. Three, four times this year. But it also could be a bad thing for LeBron, because he's also got to see Houston four times. And he's got to see... Every other every team. other team that's competitive four times now. So. Yeah, you can't just get the four seed like he did last year in yeah, the East and expect to make the final. There's none of that anymore. Yeah, the minutes are going to be a little harder in the West. Yeah, no, he's not going to play 38, 40 minutes a game anymore. Like, that part is over. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're going to go to the NFL. Uh, lots of points in that last round, by the way. Um, let's hope that they keep going. Ah, Did man. you include the point where you accidentally hit fame by David Bowie? That was Which is a great a, song. You can play was, that if you want to. That was an act- accidental push that wasn't even supposed to be a point. Uh, Sorry, buddy. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think you were in the middle of still... Why, like, because you were wishy washy there in the beginning. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, let's stick with the Northwest. Oh, well, go to the Northwest here. Um, we're Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks have been losing some pieces left and right. Cam Chancellor, the latest piece, the Legion of Boom is officially done. It's, it's done. Yeah. There is no more Legion of Boom. Um, and there are only six players remaining from the Super Bowl winning team. Six. It's basically a brand new roster now. With that said, love or hate, Pete Carroll will get one more Super Bowl run out of the franchise before he retires. Hate. Uh, the Seahawks are in a really bad way right now. The NFC West is a really tough division. The Rams are really, really good. Um, and the Niners obviously are improving. I, honestly, I think the, the Seahawks could finish in last in the division this year, although the Cardinals are not exactly that much better than them. Cardinals are already on the step of, of improving. Here's the thing with the Seahawks that is my biggest piece of concern for them. Even when they were winning Super Bowls, their roster was really flawed. They had an amazing defense, but their offense had a lot of issues with it that they were just riding the coattails of their defense, and they couldn't actually, uh, they, they weren't a really balanced team. Right now, the Legion of Boom is gone. The defense is gone, and the offense is still a giant question mark. We've talked about this a couple weeks ago. I don't know what they're doing on offense. The offense looks ugly to me. It looks weird. It doesn't make any sense, and it just it hasn't improved much of anything. So, obviously, the, the Seahawks need to hit on a lot of draft picks to succeed, which they have not done recently. Their first couple of years with Pete Carroll and John Schneider, every single draft pick was a hit. Recently, they've almost all, except for Frank Clark, been misses. I need to see more consistency out of that. So for that reason, I'll say hate. Uh, I'm also uh, going to hate it. Uh, The NFC West, like Lynch said, is loaded, man. Probably the best division of quarterbacks in the entire NFL, especially that you're talking to young Josh Rosen up there in Arizona. But everybody on that in that division has seemingly gotten better. The end of the season for San Francisco was phenomenal. The Arizona had made some changes over the over uh, through free agency. The Rams are adding piece after piece after piece, including Portland's own and Dominic and Sue. And unless Marshawn Lynch and Golden Tate and uh, 
James Carpenter, Max Unger, and some of these other guys walk back into the door for the Seattle, then I don't know if they'll ever get back to that place. They were in a spe- they had a special, special roster. And especially you start talking about that defense and what they were able to do. Bobby Wagner, Bruce Ofren, Irvin, uh, Malcolm Smith, KJ Wright. You don't just get lucky with having that many great defensive players at a time. And to see every one of those guys kind of fall off and kind of fall out of favor in a lot of terms uh, with Seattle uh, kind of is really telling. I don't know if Pete Carroll makes it another couple of years uh, with the Seahawks. He's also oh. one of the oldest coaches, too. Yeah, no, no, that's that's kind of where this came from. You know, he's I think he's been he's a great players coach, obviously, and he has had great success since um, being the Seahawks coach. This is probably the last two years have probably been his worst couple of years as a Seahawks coach. Um, and so it, it is kind of curious are him and his GM um, going to be able to get on the same page and, and hit in the draft again, because that is what got him that that Super Bowl. They did really good in the draft. And they had a real young team and, like you said, relied on the defense. So, um, hmm, this, okay. Let's, uh, do you guys want to talk uh, Steelers or Rams? Ooh. Rams. Rams. All right. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. guys are unanimous here. All right. Um, Rams obviously had a, um, an awakening under Sean McVay after getting rid of Jeff Fisher, something that should have been done. <laughs> Rashad's phone is just going. It's just talking for no reason. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, then. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> just throw, it, throw it in the hallway. Oh. <laughs> It can talk out there for now. All right. All right. The, Rashad's phone has now been safely removed and put in the hallway. It's start talking I can still about hear it talking market. out there. Can you? Yeah. I mean, Oops. I can't hear it on the air, but I can hear it through the door. All right. Uh, Sean McVay, uh, turn around that team. Um, they got rid of Sammy Watkins, but it's addition by subtraction is they brought in Brandon Cooks. Now, Brandon Cooks, we thought was going to have this amazing year in New England, and it was fine. He was fine, but it wasn't this coming out party that we all thought he would have. Love or hate? In Sean McVay, or under Sean McVay, Brandon Cooks will have his best season as a pro. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. That's tough because his first year with the Saints was really good, and Drew Brees was really good with him. But I'm going to say love because this offense is perfect, perfect for Brandon Cooks. And they've got a bunch of receivers on this team who I think will fit this offense in a really kind of replaceable way, not in a negative, but they can all kind of do the same job across the field. And I think Jared Goff last year turned into a quarterback who was really good at reading the field and throwing to a multiple guys and finding the open guy. The offense worked. And to me, that includes this year, Brandon Cooks, and we'll give him the most successful year. Brandon Cooks, despite being on two different teams early in his career and with teams that have had issues with him, we've heard both the Saints and Patriots have had issues with Brandon Cooks for some reason. He's still been successful, but I think if he can fit into a team in an offense that's perfect for him, he will be successful to another level because he won't be causing those kind of issues. I'm really, 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 really high on the Rams. I know Jesse texted me that he, when he went to Vegas, put money on them at, what, 20 to 1? To win the Super Bowl this year. Yep. That is such a great bet. That is they they are they're they're gonna be underrated because of how good the Vikings and the Eagles looked last year. And people kind of ignored the Rams a little bit because of first year head coach and Jared Goff, but I think they're gonna be really, really solid. So I'll say love for Brandon Cooks. Um uh, I'll ooh. 
I'll say, oh, hey, I'll, I'm going to have to hate it for Brandon Cooks. Uh, not because I don't think that he's incredibly capable. I think he is. But I think uh, the Rams have a, a really good receiving core already. Um, uh, I, you look at guys like Cooper Cup that we really thought was going to kind of be able to make that turn and, and become that guy. And I think he still has uh, has room to. Um, you look at uh, Robert Woods, you know, is also on that roster, I believe, still. So that's also yep. a very, very capable receiver. So you got opportunities to spread the ball out. For as bad as a season as Brandon, Brandon Cooks had last year as a Patriot, he had seven touchdowns and uh, over 1,000 yards last year. So he did everything he was supposed to do. And you playing with Tom Brady. So if you can't get, you know, what you need to get out of Tom Brady, then I'm not sure how much better Jared Goff is going to be. But I think Brandon Cooks is one of those guys that he's an electric receiver. He's somebody that can beat you deep. He's also somebody that can take a three-yard slant for a 60-yard touchdown, no problem. So if he gets put in the right situation in the right package, I think he can have seven or eight touchdowns. But he also had nine touchdowns with the, with Drew Brees. He's kind of digressed a little, uh, regressed a little bit as far as touchdown catches. But I think this year he'll get about seven, possibly eight touchdowns. Tally up here really quick. I think I'm trying to remember. Wasn't the big Brandon Cooks touchdown like the 90 yarder in his first season? Wasn't it just like a little, like a screen pass? It was something like and that. He it just booked stupid. it down the entire field. Yeah. And for those who remember B. Cooks from Oregon State, you know that Cooks is the right word for his last name because it's exactly what he does. You know, you, you have no chance to really stay in front of that dude. All right. Our winner today. Mike Lynch. Whoa. It was the phone thing. I lost some time. It's all good. It finally stopped talking. Did it? I can't <laughs> even tell right now with the, with the headphones well, on. Well, because you put it into the little like paper holder outside the studio, which is plastic and, and echoing. echoing. So yeah. it was really, I could hear, because I only have one headphone in right now, I could hear it really, really clearly. Jeez. What? Okay. Well, I don't I mean, know. We'll, we'll talking about farmer's markets. We're going to we're gonna talk about it next. That's next. Here on The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Final segment for us. And I don't know what on earth just happened to Rashad's phone last segment. Man, who knows? He said he, the only thing he had open was pictures, like his, his phone's photos. And all of a sudden, like an advertisement or a video started to play, and he couldn't find it. So the sequence of events of Rashad Taylor panicking about his phone, making a lot of really loud noises was first to try to quickly look at it and not find out how to turn it off. He then threw it across the room, which didn't help because our mics are still on. <laughs> he then said, I don't know what's happening. Got up with his headphones on then went, well, took his headphones off, went to the room, opened the door outside as if he was going to fix it. I thought he was going to try to like find it and fix it. Nope. He just put it into the little paper holder out there, and then it echoed for the entirety of whatever was talking, and then finally stopped talking. But the but the fans couldn't hear it, though. Yes. And then we tried to look at the phone afterwards. We couldn't find what it was. He didn't really have his his Google Chrome open. He had YouTube open, but it didn't look like anything was playing. Wasn't watching any porn. So it well, just... I mean, if it was weird farmer's market porn, I'd I guess. be concerned about what you were watching. I guess. It wasn't, but it was just a little still... A little, a little crazy to, to, to see. So I feel like that doesn't 
How did that? That doesn't happen. I don't know, man. Things just, just don't start playing on the phone. I don't know. And so I'm, that's why I'm looking for, man. What other windows were open? Like, what, what didn't I close? So, well, I'm glad it was just stuff about farmers markets because I, I could have right? went way left. Imagine if it really was porn. Fast. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> That'd have been super, super embarrassing. You would have just literally like broken your phone. Uh, not like again. Smash it. Not again. <laughs> not again. Yeah. At least this time it's in a radio studio and not exactly. in a children's toy store. Yeah. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I've honestly never had that happen before, where my phone just makes noise like Have that. Have you ever let your lady oh, you kind of got your... an older phone too? So oh uh, yeah, it's just a, just a little bit. I do got to upgrade. But have you ever let your lady use your phone and start for the internet and start typing something in? You're like, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me clear some history. Maybe. Yeah. See. Oh, it's <laughs> happened before. Maybe. It's happened before. Like, yeah, let's, let's just, I'll, I'll bring you to that webpage. Don't worry about what pops yeah, right. up in my search What's, bar. Yeah, you tell me the website. I'll find it for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing that's happened. Although, to be completely honest with you, I don't really care if she finds that stuff. Like, okay. Yeah, cool. I mean, like, I'm pretty, tr I'm trustworthy with that. Like, she knows my phone password and stuff. Like, it's whatever. Not a big deal. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a trusting relationship, man. That's that's a marriage right there. That's awesome. Or a trusting marriage, I should say. That's awesome. Most people aren't giving up their passwords. I know. I, that's always a joke, and I'm like, what are you doing on your... Who cares? No, yeah. Like, I mean, unless you're cheating, then who cares? Yeah. I have my phone. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, what go are you going to find? You're going to be mad. <laughs> you find some <laughs> stuff, but go, go ahead and go for it. I don't know. I, I've never been that, like, overly protective of that kind of stuff. I mean... I trust her. She trusts me. It's all good. That's we good. good. You are good. I love your wife. She's awesome. Aw. She's cool <laughs> She's people. probably not listening, but. She said happy birthday to me and everything. Like when it was my birthday, she actually left me a, a cool message. And I was like, oh, She did? so much. Yeah. It wasn't like super long, but still. I was like, oh, thank you. She's super cool. <laughs> you got a good one, bro. I, I think so. I think so. I think I do. I've actually, only met, I, know I, I know I do. And I've only met Miss Marie uh, I think once. Yeah, I met her so, at the fantasy draft once. Yeah. And so, I talked to her for like three seconds and then got whisked away to talk to somebody else. Yeah, she's uh, she's definitely the better half. I, I did oh, good Oh, yeah, there. we get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I it. did good there. I mean, isn't that always the case for every guy? No. 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 <laughs> Absolutely, it's no. not. Sometimes we are the better ones. It's just like that, ladies. No offense, but sometimes we're just more rational. This text says, Mike, do you believe in ghost commercials? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Unexplained occurrence. Which part? The phone. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's what happened. I have to explore that later. The ghost later. commercial. Yeah, I got to explore that later. So, But I'm just really glad it wasn't porn. So thank the phone gods for that. I mean, I'd rather it have been porn. It would have been funny. <laughs> it would have been funny, but I mean, probably <laughs> yeah, not, like though. Probably not though. I don't think we have the dump button. Oh, we, <laughs> we can't use that fast enough. You know, uh, we would have been put fine. the delay on real quick so we can change it. The delay is already on. I could have yeah. pressed yeah. the dump button. Don't you worry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We cool. both have a dump button. It's okay. All right, that's gonna do it for us today. Thanks so much for listening and texting in at the Better You Today text line. Much appreciated. Uh, remember, the show is gonna be posted on the Let's Rock Tires podcast on 1080thefan.com on the Radio.com app and on uh, Twitter at 1080thefan. So you can find it there if you missed any of the show and want to go listen back. I'm going to be out next week. Uh, Rashad may be bringing in a big name, big star. Portland legend. Portland legend. Uh, special guest host. Yeah. So you want me to tease it or are we going to just. We're, we're going to just tease it for now. We'll tease yeah. it. Yeah, that's cool. 
Tune in next week. If he has them, it's going to be one hell of a show, guaranteed. It'll be fun. It'll be really fun. So uh, that'll be 9 to 11 next Sunday. I'll be back after that, obviously. I'm going to uh, Minnesota for my mother-in-law's surprise 50th birthday party. I don't think it's a surprise anymore if she's listening. She wouldn't be listening. Okay. It's also not like really a surprise because she said she wanted something, but she just doesn't know what's happening. So it's like a half surprise. Anyway, that's next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great Sunday. This one's for Pat! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.